Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to Therapy Thursday. I'm TJ Thomas, and this is episode 103, The Paradox of Growth. So I had a past Therapy Thursday episode about paradoxes, which I think are just all over the place when it comes to mental health, that so many times the things that we're doing that we think are, are helping, that we think are uh, keeping us safe or that are guarding us are actually the very things that are hurting us. I spend a lot of time in sessions with clients identifying these paradoxes, identifying where they think that a behavior or a uh, coping mechanism is helping them out, but it's actually hurting. Today, I wanna to talk about one of these kinds of paradoxes, which I think is actually one of the biggest and most important ones to talk about in the world of mental health. And like all paradoxes, it's a little bit hard to explain, that's what makes it a paradox, but I think this is the most succinct way of saying it. Our ability to achieve anything is directly correlated to our willingness to feel the opposite. Now, I know that's kind of a mouthful, so let me explain a little bit more what I mean by that. If you are wanting to feel really strong, if you're wanting to start working out, if you're wanting to get in really good physical fitness shape, you're going to have to work out a lot. If you want your muscles to get stronger, you have to work them out, and the way that you do that is by tearing them. And as anyone who's had a really hard day at the gym knows, you usually end up leaving the gym feeling physically weaker than when you started. Especially, you know, like the, the day after a really hard leg day, like you can hardly even sit or stand properly without feeling the weakness and like, oh, just completely, totally weakened. But you know that your willingness to feel weak or tired or sore the next day is the very thing that's going to help you be able to feel stronger and to be able to get bigger muscles and get into better shape. The same thing is true if you are wanting to learn something new. In order to become the smartest person, in order to learn more, you have to be willing to feel dumb. You have to be willing to go into those classes, into those new experiences, into uh, a new field or a new hobby or whatever it is that you're trying to learn. And you have to be willing to not know what it is and be able to acknowledge that and feel dumb because you don't know all the answers. If you feel like you have to know all the answers all the time, then chances are you're probably actually not going to ever get very smart because you're never going to be able to go through the learning process of being wrong first. If you want to be able to be brave, you can't become a brave person without first experiencing and going through fear. I mean, it's a silly example, but I love haunted houses and you don't get the, you know, fun adrenaline pumping feeling of like surviving the haunted house and going through it and like feeling good about yourself without feeling scared at first. I mean, for example, if I as an adult am walking into a haunted house designed for little kids, I am 0% scared. And so when I leave that kind of haunted house, I don't feel particularly brave. I just feel like, okay, well, I did this because my little nieces wanted to do it or something like that. But if I go into a haunted house designed for adults, if I go into one of those haunted houses where they're allowed to like grab you and pull you into other rooms and like do all this, you know, separate you from your group and all the craziness, I know I'm going to feel terrified before going into that. I'm going to feel all the fear, but it's only on the other side of feeling the fear that I can ever experience its opposite, which is feeling brave, feeling like I did something that was hard or challenging to me. The same is true for love. I don't think it's possible to fully experience the, the, the true expansion of the joy of love 
if you haven't felt the the real pain of loss or of hurt. I don't think it's possible to be successful, you know, if we're talking about like monetary career-wise kind of success without being willing to experience failure. Because if you never take the risks that could very well lead to a failure, if you never take those leaps that are what are going to set you apart and make you successful, those same risks, those same leaps that set you apart as a success could very well set you apart as a failure. And if you're not willing to fail, then chances are then you're going to be stuck in the same pack as everyone. And you'll just, you know, you'll be safe and you'll be fine. And if that's what you're wanting, then great. Okay, stick, stick with the status quo. Just stick in the middle of the pack. Don't stand out. That's totally great. But if you want to stand out as a success, you have to be willing to stand out and know that that could also mean being a failure. The same is also true for mental health with healing. If you want to heal from the traumas or difficult things that have happened in your life, whatever it is that's led you to where you are now, you don't get to the place of feeling whole and healed without being willing to go to those very scary, vulnerable places that you're most terrified to go, where you feel the most at risk and you feel the most scared. Being willing to go to those places, and especially I would say with you know the guidance of a professional, is the way that you get to the place of feeling safe and secure. You have to be willing to feel the opposite of that thing to be able to get to it. This is why therapy and mental health work is hard. It's because it's scary. It's because to get to that good, safe, great feeling place, you have to be willing to go to that really not great, scary, vulnerable, shame-filled place that we don't like to look at. You have to be willing to feel the pain of going through those things and working through them to be able to get to the place where they don't bother you anymore, where you can just be totally free from them. So for your homework this week, I'd like you to just think about what is it that you want in your life? What is it that you're seeking for? You know, whether it's physical strength, emotional strength, relationships, success, money, what, whatever it is that you're trying to get in your life, think about what is the opposite of this thing and how will my willingness to feel that opposite empower me to be able to get what I actually want? And how is my unwillingness to feel the opposite of what I'm looking for actually holding me back from getting that thing that I actually want? I think you might be surprised at the answers. This also happens to be a really great way of analyzing if it's something that you really want or not. I hope this helps you to get a better idea of what your goals are, what you're looking for, and what you need to be willing to experience or willing to feel in order to get there. Thanks again so much for being with us. With that, I will see you next week and take care. Thanks so much again for listening. If you enjoyed this or other episodes of Therapy Thursday, please consider rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It really, really helps us to be able to get this in front of more people. Of course, remember that this is a podcast, not therapy, and it should not replace any treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. And I invite you to follow me along on my Instagram at TJ Counseling for more mental health tips.